Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Listening to the Hollywood Boulevard podcast, hosted by Jonathan Moody and Donnie Sturgis. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Hollywood Boulevard podcast. I'm your host. Just for tonight is uh, Jonathan Moody. How are you guys doing? Um, I have my producer uh, Alfred Crane actually here with me uh, in my little studio here. So. Uh, so here we go. Let me uh, pass it on to him so he can say hello. I'll be interviewing our friend Jonathan Moody about the show Step by Step, and we'll talk about his latest adventure, The Texas Frightmare. And we're wishing um, our co producer, our co host, Donnie Sturge, as well as he gets over um, a bug. So, anyways, well. We'll get to it. Uh, welcome, happy Monday, and tonight we'll be talking about the show step by step. And um, Jonathan, was this part of the Friday night um, series we discussed earlier? Uh, yes, Alfred. It was part of, uh, I guess, the TGIF uh, Friday night lineup, as a lot of people called it. Basically, um, you know, it was. I think it came in like 1991. I want to say. And it was, uh, I, I guess, just something that they were trying to do as part of, like, they needed another family-friendly comedy, and they decided to do a comedy that was kind of like a dysfunctional Brady pill, basically a show where, uh, you know, they could have a Brady Bunch kind of themed, but, like, all the, like, it had, uh, was it, the, the father had three sons, or no, wait, no, I'm sorry. Two, two sons and a daughter who was very much a tomboy. And then the, the mother had two daughters and a uh, son who was very girly because he was kind of raised with, with, you know, without a dad. So they kind of did that whole thing. And um, I thought it was, I always like had a, like a part in my heart for the show because, um, well, it, it was just one of those shows that I, I could sort of relate to in certain ways. Um, there were certain characters that I really enjoyed. Um, and, uh, it was, it was just one of those things I'd watch every Friday. It was like full house, family matters, you know, step-by-step boy meets world were like the four shows that I don't know if they ran all at the same time at all, but those shows were the shows that kind of got me into, um, you know, sitcom television kind of stuff. So, and uh, how many seasons did it run, Jonathan? And uh, who are some of the frontrunners? I see that Susie and Summers 
when she was not doing her thigh master stuff was a part of this show and she kind of had a revival at this time from her um three's company days so could you tell us a little bit more about the cast and um when the series started and its longevity all right well i'm going to go down the list right here because i have a list of of the cast and uh I'm going to look on IMDb because I know everybody, but I'm, I want to say everybody's name exactly right. Um, well, of course, there's Patrick Duffy, who you might know from the TV show Dallas. Um, and then there was uh, Stan Summers from Three's Company, as you said, in Thighmaster. Uh, there was also, um, let's see, uh, Cody, played by Sasha uh, Mitchell, who you might also know from Dallas. Uh, he was kind of a, a character that came in. I don't know if he came in from necessarily from the beginning, but he kind of stole the show and became like that that breakout character. Like like Joey Lawrence had whoa, and you know everybody had certain catchphrases and what. And his uh, catchphrase was always dude. You know, um, he was kind of like the goofy character. Uh, there was Brandon Call, um, who played JT. Uh, there was Angela Watson, who played Karen Foster. Um, uh, Christine Lakin, who I've interviewed, and um, I, I chat with every now and then. She uh, played Al. She was my first um, like crush that I ever had on television. You know, um, Just thought she was the cutest, and she was also – I like that she – didn't take crap from anybody like her character just but you know um didn't you know she could dish it out just like all the other guys could um uh christopher castile um who you might know from beethoven the beethoven uh first two beethoven movies um let's see josh byrne and uh i think oh there's uh stacy keenan as well um who i believe now is a lawyer so that's pretty crazy but uh, yeah, so those were the the main cast. Um, there were other people who came in throughout the series. Um, a lot of people who had recurring roles or whatever were part of the family that would come in, but then they kind of disappear after a little while, and you know they make room for other people to come in and come out. So yeah, I see. Um, the show had some notable um, guest cast members like Bronson Pinchot and. Donald Gibb, and Donald Gibb's most noticeable for his role as Ogre in Revenge of the Nerds. Tell us about them and maybe some other notable um, guest stars or recurring stars in the show. I don't really remember Donald Gibb. I mean, I I, I can kind of, I know him from, from Revenge of the Nerds, but I don't really remember who he played. I remember Bronson played a, um, he was a gay hairstylist or something, so he was I think he was a, yeah uh, that that was his character he's he worked in the um carol's um uh salon that she you know suzanne summer salon uh thing so he was like one of the um hairstylist guys that was there but um trying to think of any other there's uh marla sokoloff who um a lot of tgif kind of people might know her from full house uh she was one of um i believe she was one of uh stephanie's friends it was either stephanie or dj friends um and so uh she there's also a bunch of other people who chris uh christine later on went on to other shows too uh to act in other shows 
as well with Christine Lincoln. So went on there and did other guest appearances. And I think she was one of the only ones to actually go into other TV shows that were playing around that time and, and do stuff. Oh, Steve Urkel. Uh, they did a crossover with Urkel coming in and uh, uh, like it took Al to the dance or something, you know, and they, you know, made her feel comfortable. And I, I don't know if they did the Urkel or not, but I think they might have because, you know, that was his big thing. So what are some of your favorite episodes of the show or some you'd recommend to our viewers? Well, my number one favorite, and uh, people might be surprised, well, might be surprised or not surprised, but there's one episode where Cody um, is, like, obsessed with um, with, uh, Stacey Keenan's character, um, Dana, and uh, he sees that she is going to a club in, like, a bar, and he, he knows that that bar is no place for her to be at, so he comes to help her out. And uh, he ends up um, saving her from some guys by using karate. And at that time, I was in karate. So I didn't even know who Sasha Mitchell was. Later on, he's in Kickboxer 2 and 3 and a bunch of other stuff. So, um, and 4, three, uh, two, you know, he took over for Jean-Claude Van Damme in the Kickboxer movies. That's pretty cool. Um, and then later on, he was uh, in, you know, some other stuff, um, uh, and he was, you know, that that episode was just him just kicking ass. Um, also, like, there's an episode where uh, Al um, goes to, uh, I guess she's going to do a commercial, and she's really excited. It's the first time as a model for a commercial. It's for, like, suntan lotion. She's, like, putting it on and everything, and then they re-edited it for a uh, one of those phone sex commercials. So it was, and had like a scene where she was actually saying, uh, uh, like where they show the commercial and she's like, if you want blah, 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 you know, right. And then it will dub over and say these hot, you know, blah, blah, you know, people doing stuff. I don't know. It was really funny. Uh, you have to check it out. It's on YouTube, I think. I think if you look up Christine Lincoln step by step, that's like one of the first videos that pops up. It's, it's probably one of the funniest, um, bits. Um, how long did the show um, go on? Did they have any spinoffs, or um, what happened after the show you know, ran its course? Did it jump the shark? I'm going to put us on speaker because okay, it's just easier, I think. Yeah. I feel like easier than passing you the phone. Um, I'm hoping that we can hear this, <laughs> you know, um, I'll check it later. Uh, well, um, I guess the, uh, it, it went about seven seasons. Um, so that's pretty good for a sitcom, you know, um, uh, then it didn't do a spinoff. Um, there have been people wondering because Full House made Fuller House and, um, all that stuff that that and boy meets world like girl meets world that there would be a, a spinoff but apparently uh i guess i don't know and i'm not don't quote me on this but i'm I'm thinking that suzanne summers just has no interest in reviving the show now and and doing stuff so i think that's not going to happen um but it's you know it i don't think it ever jumped the shark necessarily uh 
people have probably seen it and don't like it probably thought it jumped the shark in the beginning, but I loved it. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was fun and just silly and stupid. And, um, like I was watching the episode today to get ready for it. a couple episodes actually today. There's just one where Cody was teaching a kid to read. I mean, just nice little stuff like that, you know, and showing kids not, not to be embarrassed by that kind of stuff, you know, and it just always has a good message. Um, you know, kind of like Full House, you know, those shows have kind of a good message in the end, you know, about family and about dealing with certain situations. Mm-hmm. What do you think made it? Do you think it's a product of its time or do you think it's on a timeless show? I, well, I mean, I just watched and I still laughed. I mean, I think they deal with issues and stuff that isn't um, top airily, you know, like just things that everybody kind of deals with. Um I, like I said, there's the one kid who's trying to read. There's another one where uh, Al was in with the bad kids and stuff like that. And there was uh, just a few, like, you know, um, there's one where you find out Cody is a virgin, you know. Mm-hmm. And shit like that is just stuff that people kind of, you know, deal with, and you know, personally. Mm-hmm. Do you, um, if someone wanted to get into the show, what would you recommend from the beginning or would you recommend a few episodes to kind of get them interested, like some good ones and then start from the beginning or could you just do like a um, syndicated television where you just kind of pick them and watch them whenever? Well, you could do that. I mean, any, if you were like on, uh, I mean, the great thing about sitcoms is there's no real, like, big arc, you know. You don't need to know, like, all these different things. You can kind of understand what's going on. I would say, yeah, I would say definitely watch. Um, uh, I'd probably say watch from the beginning if you can. Uh, the pilot is actually pretty good. Um, kind of shows where, you know, how they all kind of met and they didn't know that their parents – See, the whole plot of the story, I guess we didn't even talk about the yeah, plot of the show. We didn't. So let me, let me like, basically, like I said, there's a Brady Bunch kind of thing. So uh, Patrick Duffy and uh, Suzanne Summers meet um, while they're both on vacation somewhere. They realize they both live in the same area. Uh, and they end up, I guess, having a fling that turns into marriage. They get married without telling their kids. Hmm. So they end up coming back to, uh, you know, the states going, all right, how, when are we going to tell our kids? we got to tell our kids somehow. And and so uh, they end up actually bringing everybody together for, like, a picnic and uh, decide to tell them. But the kids don't like each other, and they didn't know it. Like, the kids from the very beginning did not like each other. So it was it was kind of funny that they were able to kind of bring everybody together. But then all of a sudden they go, oh, crap, you don't – like, you know, there's like, oh, I hate that kid that's from our school, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they're like, oh, oh, well, that's going to be your new, you know, like, that's going to be your new uh, brother or your new sister, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of funny. So it's kind of like stepbrothers, but more of a PG version of stepbrothers. In a way, yes. It's a precursor of stepbrothers. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's it starts out like that, like, with them not liking each other. And I don't think they ever fully like each other. There are there are episodes where they stick up for each other, they help each other out of situations and stuff like that. Um but really they I don't think they ever like 
I mean, by the end of the seventh season, maybe they've come together as a as a family, but really, they're you know they've always kind of had like this you know love hate relationship with each other. And that tension is what spawns most of the comedy in the show. I would or say a good part of it that could always set it up for a joke or a set of jokes. Yeah, I would definitely say that um, tension and I mean. Kind of a little bit of suspense about stuff, you know. I, I really works well for the show. I think, I think as far as comedies go, that the show is pretty. I I was always entertained when I was a kid on it, and uh, I think a lot of people. Uh, I know a lot of people that I'm friends with that that got into Step by Step when they were when we were young, you know. I don't know if they'd watch it now necessarily, and not not because they, you know, it doesn't hold up, but just because they're now grown ups, and you know it's. It's still definitely definitely directed toward kids and teenagers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. All right. Well, I'm kind of out of questions. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I guess. What are some of the things you'd like to talk about the show? All right. Well, we're gonna. We're, I do want to let you guys know that um, we're gonna be ending the show at seven o'clock, most likely. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is gonna be a short show, but. Um, and okay, pretty soon. So anyway, I just wanted to kind of give you guys a heads up. Um, so we got a couple episodes coming up soon. You know, um, I think Donnie's next, and you're gonna be gone, right? Mm-hmm. So it's gonna. So hopefully Donnie will be feeling better and able to come to the show. Um, and then after that, uh, I think yeah, for two weeks. So it'll be Donnie. And then me, and then you are back, right? So I'm you'll be at the Memorial Day weekend. Show. Yeah, so you'll you'll come back and do your show. I think it's gonna be on the Cannon Group. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got we got a couple of really. I don't want to don't want to go into you know into what what we have next yet. Yeah. You know, but um, I think yeah, I'm not even sure which one Donnie had in store for us anyway. But uh, keep checking. I've got to start updating that a little bit more. You know, the Facebook and the Twitter is just overwhelming. There's just too much to. There's just too much to put on. Um, but and do. Uh, but I've got uh, a pretty cool announcement to make tonight. Um, so I, I didn't announce this yet uh, because we just talked it over and everything. I think last week. But uh, so. It looks like um, Hollywood Boulevard podcast will be under the Six Flick Productions LLC. So that's going to be the company that basically runs all my podcasts because I'm making this like full announcement because uh, all about acting podcasts, I, I'll mention on there too next uh, this week. But um, all about acting. Um, Hollywood Boulevard, Frights of the Roundtable, and uh, uh, Indie Film Cafe are all going to be part of uh, Sick Productions, which just means that we're able to um, do merchandising at uh, tables. We're going to have uh, the Sick Play Productions table will be at Scares I Care this this year, so that's really exciting. Um, and then after that, we've got, uh, what is it, um, I don't know. I, I know I want to come back. Uh, I just went to Frightmare, which I think is something that Alfred wants to talk about and ask some questions about. Um, and Frightmare, Texas Frightmare Weekend was um, it's a pretty good show. And one thing I noticed 
was I think it would be more fun having a table there than uh, anything else. So I am thinking in July if I can, because they are uh, they they are kind of picky on the tables. They don't want uh, tables of of uh, stuff that everybody is doing. You know, they want to have uh, separate stuff. So uh, they may turn turn us down or something or whatever if we we went for it. But I think that's pretty cool. Um, if we were able to get a table there. Um, and then uh, I guess then there's also, what else is there? Um, uh, yeah, there's Scares I Care, Texas Frightmare maybe. Um, I don't know. We'll see some other, potentially some other horror film shows. Uh, or I know this, uh, was it this weekend? No. Is it this weekend or next weekend? This coming weekend's Tidewater Comic Con. Is it this, this weekend? This coming weekend's Tidewater Comic Con in Virginia Beach. So that should be a pretty good time. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, my buddy Stro will be there. Um, so I'm hoping to catch. I'm not going to be able to go to the show, but I will hopefully be able to get some dinner with Stro and hang out with him up in Virginia Beach. And um, I got to check out if my man Donnie can get me an autograph of Dr. Crusher, Gates McFadden from Star Trek. The next generation is going to be there, so I got to find a hookup to get her autograph. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's awesome. Um, I'm really excited to kind of uh, have all these, these awesome conventions coming up, so um, – uh, especially local conventions. I know there's like a v- Richmond Comic Con, but it's I think it's really small. Um, yeah, they're usually small, but they have them a lot. Like every couple of months, they have one, and they're they're pretty fun. I mean, if you just want to go out and and test out some cosplay and not really feel high pressure and just go to a fun fun con, it's always good to go to. There's usually five of the first uh, legion with their stormtroopers are usually at most of the comic cons in the area, and they're a good bunch. All right. So I guess uh, Donnie was, you know, our uh, Donnie wasn't able to make it tonight, but Alfred wanted to ask me some questions about um, uh, Frightmare. That's his big thing. So uh, okay, about um, Frightmare. Um, what was the coolest thing you saw there? Who was the coolest? I guess four or five people you met and um was it um did you have a great time? I'm sure you did. And um what were some of the highlights of it? Well there were some really cool cosplayers there, I would really? say. Yeah. Um there was a guy dressed up like the Nintendo Jason. I didn't get a picture <laughs> with him. I kind of bummed out. Uh my buddy Derek did, I believe. So uh but yeah, there's Nintendo Jason, um there's a bunch of Jasons because it was kind of Friday the 13th themed a little bit. And there's a lot of Chuckies because there's uh Chucky themed as well. Um, I was not, I was surprised not to see so many like Hellraisers um, cosplays or anything, you know, I was expecting to see more pinheads and I don't think I saw, I don't think I saw any, but that doesn't mean that there wasn't any there because there were a lot of people there. Um, as for the guests, the coolest people that I met, um, it's weird because, like, the ones I, like, think are the coolest are the ones that aren't really, like, um, Ethan Embry was really cool, mm-hmm. and that's one of the bigger guests that were there. Um, he was actually taking time out of his, like, you know, his huge line that he would have to actually talk with every single person, actually have a conversation with them, ask them about what's going on, where are you from, how are you doing, you know, things like that, and not a lot of 
people did that. A lot of people are like, um, oh, who do I make this out to? Here you go. Move on. Mm-hmm. Brad Dorf was really cool. Got to got to meet him. Um, asked him to, to write a line from Dune on the picture. Uh, Alfred bought a picture and uh, wanted a Dune picture. And so I I told him to write a quote from Dune, and he was like, "Oh man, I haven't seen that. I haven't you know thought about that movie. Like I made it when I was twelve, man. Oh." And he was like, "All right, uh, you really want me to do it?" And I was like, "Dude, you can write whatever you want. I just you know I was just sit there on that out there." And he was like, "All right, hold on, I got I got it, got it." And he's like, "Oh, this is a combo. All right, let's get a get a picture here." So he was really cool. I liked him. Really nice guy. His daughter was right next to him, so that's kind of cool. Uh-huh. Uh, but didn't seem like they had any time for like chatting. His, his line was like busy all week, um, right. all weekend. Uh, hers was nearly as busy, sadly, for her. Um, but she seemed really cool, and she was really sweet, talking to everybody, taking multiple pictures, and just mm-hmm. doing really cool stuff. Um, uh, Carly Schroeder, I got to interview her, and she was she was super sweet. So cool. look for that for hardnews.net. That's gonna be um uh one with her and uh she was in like forget me not and she's in the new Ouija house yes yeah, so I said a Ouija because if you listen to my review or my interview with her she tells me that that's apparently how it's really pronounced and and everything and if you look it up in Google Translator it actually it said that way so I don't know it's not a Ouija uh, even though that's how everybody calls it um right. Right. Um, and then let's see here. What else? Um, Matthew Lillard was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I saw your picture of you with him. You were pretty cool. Yeah, he was. He was. He was really nice. He was giving everybody high fives, and and you know, in the beginning at, on Saturday, running up, he would not high five Chucky. There was a little doll, you know, and somebody put his hand up as the doll, and he was like, oh, <laughs> and he walked away from it. So yeah, no, it was funny, and I was like, and the guy was all kind of disappointed, and I was like, dude, that's even that's a better story than uh, you know, that he high five Chucky, like that was right. that's funnier to me, you know, it like is. he was just like, I'm not gonna high five that doll, you know, right. um, and then uh, who else? Um, Robin Sidney, oh my goodness, from the Full Moon movies, mm-hmm. she was super sweet and just always had a smile on her face. Um, I've never seen somebody so happy to be at a convention. Like generally people are tired and not, you know, not looking, uh, their greatest, you know, or whatever throughout the day. So she was always smiling once again, giving high fives and, and, and hugging people and, and just enjoying the convention. Uh, so yeah, Charles Band was there with her and mm-hmm. he was, he was always smiling too. I'm, you know, he was always happy and, and just really cool. So Enjoyed uh, meeting them in person and, and having um, some time to chat with them. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, I guess that's the, um, that's that for that. Um, is there any other questions? Yeah, what was some of your favorite? Did you hit any interesting seminars or did you spend most of your time walking or interviewing or meeting folks or just sitting on any panels? Sadly, I didn't. I was going to try to hit up the Ethan Embry one at three before I was supposed to go back, but it was just getting too close. And I, I mean, and I was tired. Um, there's also, that's what it always says right before that. You'd never hear that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it tells us before the show ends that we have 90 seconds and stuff. It's, it's going to say it again at 60 seconds. 
And so, um, you know, let's see, I got lost in a second. No, I didn't hit up any uh, panels, but I did hit up a couple movies, so that was pretty cool. I got to see a movie called Stirring and a movie called The Toy Box. And toy, both of them are awesome. But The Toy Box, The Toy Box you won't be able to see for a little bit because they're gonna, I think they're going to try to do a theatrical run on it, mm-hmm. which I hope. They do. Um, stars like Denise Richards, Misha Barton. Oh wow. Um, yeah, a few few people in it. Um, it's directed by Tom Nagel, um, who I got to meet physically, but I've known for years um, uh, through my radio show and stuff. Really cool. awesome, down to earth dude, and uh, he's a great director. It's just wonderful. It's, it it was pretty creepy. Cool. Well, I guess we're about to run out of time, right? I guess, but uh, we, we, you know, let's do one more minute after because we okay. missed. Sorry, we missed a minute and stuff. Yeah. So I want at least a half hour long. You know, yeah. twenty nine minutes is not great. So um, I guess you know what? Since we'll have only a minute anyway, we can just tell everybody where they can reach us and stuff. Yeah, um, Alfred here. I can be reached at, um, of course, Hollywood Boulevard podcast on Facebook. I can also release it. Reached on Facebook at Alfred Crane, um, the one that says works at Ace Tomato Company. And um, also at the Video Alternative and the Video Alternative Part 2, send an invite. Say you heard us on Hollywood Boulevard Podcast, and I'll get you in. All right. Well, uh, you can reach myself, Jonathan Moody, um, on Twitter at Jonathan Moody. On uh, that's the easiest one. I don't know. Like everybody else took my name after you know for Instagram and uh, well for uh, was it um, for Facebook? It's just Jonathan A Moody, which mm-hmm. um, I chose to do that. But that's getting full, and I want to do Jonathan. You know, I want to try to keep up with Jonathan Moody too because I have a Jonathan Moody too um, Facebook page, right? But uh, <laughs> but apparently it's not being very electric or boogaloo-ish. Right. You know, so it's not letting me do that. Um, I mean, I'm like, it's just hard to like, man, it's hard to manage one. I mean, you know, like, or well, it's easy to manage one. It's hard to manage two. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um, and then there's also Instagram. It's Jonathan A. Moody Film. And uh, I found that out when a girl at Frightmare wanted my Instagram, and I forgot which one it was, like if it was film or filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was Jonathan A. Moody film. So, um, And then you can also reach us on Hollywood Boulevard Podcast. That's, uh, for Twitter, that's H-L-L-Y-B-L-V-D-Pod. Um, don't ask us why. You know, just blame Twitter. Uh, and then for Instagram, I think it's just Hollywood Boulevard podcast. It's a Hollywood BLVD podcast, um, on both Instagram and Facebook. Um, and I think we have a group. Do we have a group? Am I right? Am I? A Facebook group? Yeah, I think we do. I, 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 I want to say we do. If we don't, we should. We got a page. I know we have a page, but I think we have a group too. You need to check on the. Yeah, uh, if we have a. We'll we'll post a link to the group if we have it. If not, we'll create a group and then yeah. people can add it. Um, and then we want this to be a little bit more interactive. Sorry, the show wasn't so like ah crazy and stuff because uh, Dottie was sick and uh, Alfred just never really watched the show and um, I'm the only one who's like totally obsessed with it, you know. So 
really cool to actually talk about it myself. But, um, you know, I think next week we're going to have a pretty cool show with me and Donnie. And then maybe when, especially when Alfred gets back, we'll have some awesome shows coming up. Yeah. I'm excited for that Canon one. So that'll be fun to talk about all those. Uh, and a few other choice ones we, we we're picking. Um, so uh, we want to thank you guys so much for listening. Mm-hmm. Do you have any last words? Yeah, I was wondering if you have any suggestions about how we could improve the show or make it more interactive. Um, drop us a line to any one of those areas because we're going to take a break over the summer and then look at um, maybe how we can make it more interactive and, and like your input. And um, I think um, when they asked me to be a guest host, um, it really was cool to get me into this, and um, I think it's all about we want it to be about y'all too, because you are the people who support us and listen to us, and how we can like you know maybe tailor it a bit to to how you might like. So it's just three guys talking about movies plus some guests. We enjoy the hell out of it. We hope you do too, and we just want to increase that enjoyment. Yeah, as um, Alfred explained, um, and we're going to be taking a break in the fall uh, in the summer and come back in the fall and we're taking a break in the summer mainly because everybody's super busy in the summer this summer and um so and it just be it also 30 episodes is pretty good to end on and that's what we're planning so this is the 25th episode uh so in five more episodes we're gonna go to you know we're gonna end it and um i'm really excited to see what happens in the fall because we have some great ideas on it already on how to make this um, a little better. But, uh, you know, this is still like a learning experience as far as uh, this show goes. So mm-hmm. this we'll see how, how things um, turn out. All right. And um, like, like Jonathan said, you know, maybe we'll see you out at the comic cons or definitely check us out at um, um, scares the care and, um, um, yeah, Jonathan, if you had anything, like, what was your number one experience, the coolest thing that happened at Frightmare? Hmm. That's or, a good question. No, no, that's a good question. Um, I'm trying to think, because, uh, I mean, I've been given a lot of thought, because the period throughout the whole thing, I, it's a good question, because a lot of stuff happened, you know? Because okay, it three was, to five. Like what are the coolest three to five? All right, well, uh, of course, interviewing uh, the the guests I got to interview, right. like um, Carly, and then I also got to interview the Toy Box people, and I got to interview mm. a couple other people, that Christopher Mim, who I'm a big fan of, and Johnny Tejas, um, the hyper geek. Uh, you know, I got to interview them, and that was pretty cool. Um, I, don't know, I I think also. And I want to I want to give a great shout out, like a big shout out to Michael Joy, who runs HorrorNews.net for 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 letting me represent HorrorNews.net there. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then I got to um, I guess I guess hanging out at the full moon table. Oh oh, one of the really coolest things was uh, the Wild Eye releasing people um, that the uh, film company uh, were were uh, letting me have a lot of movies because they knew I was going to be reviewing films for them. So they're just pretty much, I, I spent my money. Like I got, they had a deal, get five for $20. And I was like, Oh, that's a pretty good deal. So I took on it. And then they're like, Oh, have you seen this one? Have you seen this one? Have you seen this one? They got too got too many. <laughs> and I was like, uh, uh, I was like, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I think that's enough. And, uh, 
Well, the guy looked at me and goes, I've never heard that that was, like, enough, you know, <laughs> of that, you know, right? And I was like, well, not many people have to travel on a plane and has to figure out how to freaking take this on the plane. I did. I got to manage to take them all, and um, I think they uh, they fit really well in it. So That's um, what the post office is for. Oh, uh, no, 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 but that, that's more money. <laughs> You know, I'm already checking my bag. I might as well uh, just take those stuff with it, you know. So. I've gone to gaming conventions and had my friends or parents, like, mail me stuff when I lived in Missouri. So I know all about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, so that was that was pretty cool. So I was just happy to be at Frightmare. I was happy, happy uh, to be out of Virginia. But it's kind of funny because, uh, A, that hotel, you know, if I had to complain about anything in that hotel. It was that they had Pepsi products in the um, <laughs> sub, and I am not a Pepsi drinker. I'm a Coke drinker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, it was funny. It was like you don't realize how much you miss something until it's gone. Right. And uh, like they had the only thing I could drink that whole weekend was Mountain Dew because it was the only thing that tastes like any good to me in the Pepsi products. They didn't have Dr Pepper, otherwise that would have been my my choice, or I would have done both. But unfortunately, I was just drinking Mountain Dew all weekend. I was like, oh, this is nasty. Sounds like a horror movie in, in the making. I know. You could do a whole horror short about uh, no Coke. Um, but when a friend of mine showed up uh, with a bunch of, like, sodas and stuff like that, and I was like, oh, I've got this, I've got this, I've got Coke. And I was like, what, Coke? <laughs> you know, do you mind if I have some? He's like, no, knock yourself out. So I was, like, so glad. I was like, it was like, crack to me you know oh, nice yeah nice. so there you go i like to just put out to people if you're thinking about ever going to a con and you're just not sure go check it out and go grab a couple of your friends and go check it out you don't have to dress up you don't have to do anything you just get some tickets and wander and then maybe you'll get inspired or see some authors or movie makers and support your local or striving artists so i think that's good that's how i got started and going to one right here call Mars Con and just kind of grew from there and then yeah. check it out. Support your local cons, support your local artists and um dreamers and filmmakers. And that'll be your first time going to uh Scares Like Air, right? Yes. So this uh August you'll be uh at our table with us for Scares That Care. Um we gotta get you a get you a badge at some point. I think it I think they have a discounted badge for people who mm. help out with the tables or whatever. So. And uh, Keith David from The Thing, Platoon, and Men at Work is like one of my favorite actors is going to be there. So I'm stoked about that. Doug Bradley will be there. Of Pinhead fame. So. Yeah, he was at the convention, but he was like, mm-hmm. it was crazy. But it was like a Hellraiser theme too. So it was like mm-hmm. Cenobite thing. So they had a whole bunch of them together. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to mention Catherine Hicks was awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw your picture of her. Yeah, she was. Uh, I, I, look, I, it's funny. He grew up on like Star Trek. So he knows her from there. I know her from Seventh Heaven. That was mm-hmm. my thing. A lot of other people knew her from Child's Play, and that was their thing. So I came up and I was like, I, I grew up on you know, seven, uh, in Seventh Heaven. And um, she was like, uh, she was like, oh, so I raised you. Ah, that's awesome. And I was like, yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, and that's I took awesome. a picture with her. She was super sweet. I loved her. So, Ooh. yeah, she was just a really nice. I and mean, then she chatted with me afterwards for a little bit, but there was a line. I didn't want to bother her. And actually, a friend of mine uh, from Florida was like right next to me, and I didn't notice. And we were just, mm-hmm. we both didn't notice like that who each other were. And we we're just 
having a regular conversation. Then I saw my pic uh, on Facebook, and I was like, hey, I totally I totally chatted with you on the line. Didn't you realize it was you? Oh, that's awesome. And I was like, oh, crap, that was you, wasn't it? So, yeah, because, you know, you see people and you're just not sure. You know, I didn't even think anything. I was just I, – I chat with everybody, you know. Um, you know, that might be a problem. But um, I also want to mention that um, I was chatting with this guy at the airport uh, at Dallas – or at Richmond that was going to Dallas for a Dragon Ball Z convention. Whoa. Yeah, so there's a Dragon Ball Z – okay. There was a Dragon Ball Z convention. There was an NRA convention. There was uh, or Trump was there for some reason or another. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dallas at that you know that time was booming with stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty cool. Well, my favorite convention experience was I was in the Marines and we had a weekend drill in Marietta, Georgia, and they put us Marines and a whole bunch of sailors in a hotel with a vampire, the masquerade convention. So nice. these people walking around in goth outfits, and I was like, what the heck is this? They were like vampires. I was like, ooh. So it was interesting. That sounds cool. All right, well, uh, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, um, and very impromptu and kind of, you know, spur of the moment, deciding to do it here. That works. Um, you know, uh, I was glad I got you. I was able to get you the couple uh, stuff that you – you bought, you know, uh, the autographs. I was almost not going to be able to. I thought, I thought, uh, I was like, all right, Sunday, hopefully things will die down. And uh, thankfully they did. Um, cool. But really if, appreciative if they didn't, because um, another friend of mine asked me stuff. He wanted like Shawnee Smith and Kane Hotter and Kane Hotter's line was through the roof. And Shawnee was only there for two days and hers were like constantly busy. There was one time that hers wasn't busy, and I was like, okay, this is time I'm going to go get it, right? And then they said, oh, the line is cut off because uh, she's um, uh, she's going to a panel, you oh. know? And so they're, they're you know, she's done with the line. I'm like, mm. <laughs> you know, I was like, damn it. Well, oh, well, you know, what can you do, right? Right. So there you go. Well, uh, so sorry to my friend Julian. I wish I could have got him the stuff, but um, they give him his money back, and that was, you know, what he, you know, he's probably happy about that. That was about it. So, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, once again, check us out next week. Uh, Donnie and I will be back. Alfred will be gone for two more weeks, but uh, have no fear. He will be back, um, and he might be able to talk to us about his trip a little bit. Definitely, and I'll be back. Yes, he will. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. 
Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.